0: Welcome to the True Real Blood Podcast. I'm Christian Creasy. I'm Lionel Chapman. Ira Childs. And today's episode, in honor of the new Insidious Chapter 5, we are going to talk about the Insidious franchise in all four films, beginning at Chapter 1. Yeah. So, Insidious was written and Produced and also directed with the collaborative art by uh, Lee uh, Whannell, Mm-hmm. And directed also by the late, not the late, I'm sorry, the great, who are in my book, James Wan, who also produced with Lee, Saw, the Saw franchise, yes, and yes. The Conjuring, and Dead Silence.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, Which was ahead of its time, believe it or not. Yes. Yeah. That movie was the shit the I don't shit. care what anybody says Their the silence yes. Yeah
0: So Yeah so Conjuring Since we talking about that So The Conjuring Is about uh, Josh and Renee And their son Dalton Haunted by a demon Their son goes into We are gonna
1: uh, Sorry about that We're Talking about Insidious What You said The Conjuring uh, Oh, sorry about that.
0: <laughs> Did I said the country. Oh shit.
1: Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> <Blooper>. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Insidious yes. is about Josh and Renee and yes. the uh uh and son lombard fi- family. Yes, yes. The first two chapters. So um uh, a son goes into a coma mm-hmm. and he slips into what they call the further,
2: which is a super badass name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the further. So simple, but yep. super badass. Yes. Uh, what do y'all think of the
1: first one? I enjoyed the first one. when you first came out. Um, you enjoyed the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. The son, the son, uh, Dalton himself looked it creepy. You know, he had this like this Damien,
2: this Damien almond. The old man look, look yeah. to itself,
1: you know.
2: Well, let me let me start with just the the poster or the cover of this film. If you investigate Dalton's eye on the poster, it says "Help me." If y'all didn't know that, oh really? If you get a I chance did not know that. look at look at his eyes on the poster. Yeah, um, me it says mouth. "Help." Me. So starting there, you're like, okay, what's going on? So. I have to admit, this is one of the only movies in the past couple of years that has really sent uh, chills down my spine mm-hmm. outside of the, the Conjuring stuff. This is why, for me, James Wan is one of the best horror directors.
1: I agree.
0: I agree, I th- I agree too. I'm looking out the poster. There's but.
1: nothing more scarier than going
2: into another, you know, realm. Right. Or something while you sleep, you know. Well and, and, and not only that, this this plays back to like one of our first episodes of what makes a horror movie scary. And this is a great example mm-hmm. of what makes a horror movie scary. From the music to the jump scares to uh the acting, everything that you see in this film mm-hmm. represents everything that we were talking about. Exactly we were talking about in that first episode.
1: Exactly, the reveal
2: yeah. of the demon. Yeah, which was creepy as hell
1: Mm -hmm. in the corner just point
0: (laughs) yeah yeah the uh, fire uh, face demon I think they called him lipstick demon yeah lipstick I call him fire face because the red was fire but the lipstick demon I remember when I first saw see I didn't go to the film I didn't go to the theater but I remember written on Mm Redbox I was remember uh, sitting in my apartment in Edgewater in Chicago, and that shit gave me chills, too. I was like, what the fuck? I got the pleasure. And and, and to make it so good, the movie was PG-13. Yeah. So to give me scares, and it's not rated R, Mm -hmm. because I didn't go see it in the theater because it was rated PG-13. I was like, because most of the films, horror films, should be rated R. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But then uh, I gave it a shout, and I was like, man, this is actually scary. Yeah. So uh I, I enjoyed the movie and it got me hooked ever since mm-hmm. since I watched the uh the first one. I was I just still remember when I was sitting there in my Chinese food and I was like <laughs> <laughs> getting chills and stuff like that. But it did put a new spin on things, you know, about uh uh how uh demons wants to try to come and possess and live in the real world yeah. and stuff like that. Uh and it took a different place. And when they talk about the further, man, that was I love that name was dope. Yeah. I like that name, the further.
1: When you think about the further, you think about some big creature. You mm-hmm.
0: know. Yeah, and some some it just and the first thing I heard about uh astro projecting, because I know uh I heard stories by people astro projecting or they say I have when they go in a coma or have an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. Right. It was like I was looking at myself and I was looking at other things and they was talking about the spiritual world Mm -hmm. that that, that we don't see. I remember my uncle talked about him when he had his uh, triple bypass Mm -hmm. that he went outside. He was he 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 didn't call it astral projecting but I think that's what he was t- referring to well, when he had probably his. like an
2: out of body experience. Yep. Yeah.
0: He said I was back in the the house on Drexel with you guys, and there was Mama there. We was talking. About my grandmother, his, what they call her, Mama, mm-hmm. his mother, and Gary is there. My late uncle, his brother. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh, you yeah. project or something. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I mean, uh, uh, the ending was sick. The ending was a good spin.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed the uh, Elise character. Is that, am I saying it correctly? Yeah, yeah. Elise. Yeah, psychic. Yeah, that and goes in there. I really enjoyed her character. Her character, with the help of her, they was able to find, uh, you know, to get uh Josh. Josh. Yeah. Yep. To save his child, well, to get uh, Renee to save, but Josh to save his save his. Uh, her, her child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Insidious okay. uh, was
0: was on a budget of one point five million, and at the box office, it sold a hundred of a hundred million. That's amazing. Uh,
2: that is amazing. I can see why.
0: Yeah. And this is a, something that you know it was fresh. It was a new take on the supernatural. Uh, before we got even three years later, introduced to the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so.
2: But and not only that it I don't want to say spawn uh, a movement on TikTok but some of the, I, and I, please forgive me I don't know the name of the song but it was the song the mom was playing when the little boy
1: yeah that song when the little ghost child yes. yeah. run past
2: so now it's a huge social media thing um and the first time I heard the music was from Insidious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was creepy to me. It the, was. The way they did
1: it. Oh.
2: Right? <laughs> you, know,
1: you know what that that scene itself remind me of? What's that? Jeep was creepy. When Creeper was sitting down and he was,
2: he had the eyeballs and stuff. Oh, he was sawing everything. But yeah. yeah. Saying, they they like okay. the demon. Yeah.
1: When they said, it, when they, the demon yeah mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. at the table or whatever he was doing, yeah. the music was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you're talking about what? Uh, Towards the end of the film. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: And at the end of
2: the first one,
0: we see Elise get died with the, by the woman in black, which we learned that was trying to haunt, haunt yeah. Josh in the mm-hmm. beginning. Get and straight. we realize at the end, spoiler alert, that Josh is still stuck in the further, mm-hmm. yeah. which leads us into chapter two, which yep. is also directed by James Wan, Bride in Black. What yep.
2: I liked about part two is mm-hmm. it was like... It filled in holes from part one. Now, I know that was a a strategic thing, but it worked so well and it made this film even more successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, now I don't want to say even more, but just as successful as the first one.
0: Yeah, Mm because we got more into. the backstory of the woman in black, but it wasn't the woman in the, in the wedding dress or in black. It was a man mm-hmm. Yeah, that we come to realize I the, the makeup was so well done, I thought it was a woman. Serial was a serial killer named
1: Parker Crane. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know. Which we know how he became one because of his crazy mother yeah. that mm-hmm. wanted a girl and tried to make her, make him, sorry, a boy. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a boy, his mother wanted a girl so mm-hmm. she tried to make him into a girl mm-hmm. and force them and forced him to kill too yeah and stuff and what I did love about this one because I went to the movies and finally saw this one finally <laughs> that the uh that the josh character was trying to get back in the uh introduce Elise's uh friends her friend the other psychic okay yeah, yeah. with the with the uh uh dice. Uh you know, that's how he communicates and you see her backstory and we see her early years and Josh backstory. And, and like you said, I already did fill in a lot of holes from the first one, Mm -hmm. which made the story more better, better in the, that woman that played her mom was the same woman that's in uh, the curse of Chucky, the sister.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's her.
0: Yeah. Nice. She, she did that role. I was, I was scared of her. Don't you dare. <laughs> and slapped her. Bow. So, and then Insidious was, that budget was on a budget of $5 million, mm-hmm. And it made a total at the box office worldwide $161 million. $0.9.
2: That is a successful franchise. Yeah. Which, which we know that the,
1: the orders are not, the films are not in order.
0: No, we know they're not in order. If we want to go in Muji chronological order, then we're gonna. Then you you know, but you know, uh, but I just hope I just like the whole ordeal about mm-hmm. you know going back into the further and the lumbar family still being haunted, mm-hmm. and this husband of Josh is not the husband that you say. But you know, I must say I did have some sympathy for the the psycho. Like he was, he was forced into, he was forced into being one. Mm -hmm. So his mother failed him because she was so torn, broken heart about their father leaving them, which is a husband. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like similar to, uh. Billy in uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I was mm-hmm. thinking about
1: that. Yeah.
0: How he <laughs> the lost episode. Yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to reshoot that one for the third time. Sorry about that. We just, for this December, but how you know in that film in Silent Night, Deadly Night, when he went to him and his brother went to the 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 uh, the, the what's that the orphan? Mm-hmm. Yes. How the sisters failed them mm-hmm. that system you know, he's traumatized, you know, and this little kid here in this insidious was traumatized from the very beginning Mm -hmm. growing up by his mother. So I kind of felt bad and just, it goes to show you how villains are made. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's kind of crazy how all these films, uh, kind of relate just like black Christmas.
2: Yep. (laughs) Well, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's crazy. Uh, just to kind of piggyback off of what you just said, Christian, um I think that makes a a great villain or bad guy whatever you want to call it um mm-hmm. when you can actually sympathize and empathize with their origin story yeah um it just it makes it more entertaining and you just kind of like oh well I feel where they're coming from mm-hmm. you know so it, it it makes them more human than just this like super super duper creepy person
0: right and it's just like
2: because if you see in
0: the film and in Insidious 2, he like really don't want to hurt this family. Mm-hmm. He's like, even when you saw when they went into the further to look for Jocelyn and, and Lisa's with them, now she's perished, and the little kid was telling them, you know, the two, the two, the two geeks, mm-hmm. like, please leave before she makes me kill mm-hmm. you. Yeah, like you can tell, like. I don't want to do this. He mm-hmm. probably never wanted to do it, but, but I will. Right, <laughs> but right because it was the mother that was controlling him. Even then, it just goes to show you the saying: "Get them while they still young." Yeah, mm-hmm. and you see, rather good or bad, you can, you can, you know, good you know, thing, good thing. Renee had help. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're not excusing what he did. It's right. like, but you see the cause of yeah. that. It's you like, understand well. That. The mother is the most maniacal murder. Yeah, Charles Manson didn't have to pull a knife on nobody, mm-hmm. but he's just responsible. He's mm-hmm. killing those because he was the head, and he can manipulate, get in people's heads, and get them to believe. Yeah, you know, Hitler didn't. Hitler didn't need to go out there in war, which he did at one time when he was younger. But once you get a whole nation. Mm-hmm. Drinking your Kool-Aid, you you know, look what happened, you know, what he did. So, yeah. But, you know, at the end, the Lombard family was saved, you know. Josh came back playing the song on the piano, which I thought that was adorable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which led us into uh, Chapter 3. Now we get to see the backstory of of, of, Elise. Elise. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love Chapter 3, by the way. I think it's one of my favorites in the franchise. Forgive us for the outdoor noise of the truck beeping.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and (laughs) continue. I actually think uh, Elise's character goes into four, the last
2: key. Yeah, I think
0: three three and four uh, is a blur
2: for me at the moment. Three (laughs) is.
0: no, it was three is going to show you her backstory I think three and four actually is her like origin story in the timeline if you want to go in movie co- chronological order okay because now three opens up with the look with the girl uh, Quinn yeah searching for her looking for uh answers for her mother's death and mm-hmm. stuff I want to reach out to just to get closure and this time uh Elise is... Not in a good place because she just lost her husband. Mm-hmm. Her husband committed suicide. So she's grieving and she's at a vulnerable moment. So every time she goes, try to reach out to the further, yeah. you know, that woman in or the man in the white in the black uh, uh wedding dress is trying to get her. Yeah. Because, you know, he got pissed at her. When she yeah. made Josh forget her, forget him. When he was younger, so
1: about her having yeah. sympathy for Quinn, she's forced to come rec- come out of retirement.
0: Yep, you know because she was haunting. What I definitely love about three, it was a different kind of take mm-hmm. on the villain, and because you got the guy with the mask yeah. on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and, and it's the first time too we get to introduce like, uh, kind of like the red door. Yeah, from the first two. uh, Further, what do y'all think about three? What y'all like about three?
1: I enjoyed three, with uh, you know, the whole time uh, Quinn is thinking she's talking to a mom, which later on she finds out it's a demon. Uh huh. You know, uh, and I, I just, I enjoyed this one. Like you said, the character, the old man, and the, and that, and uh, put the little mask on. Yeah.
0: And when you come to find out his history, that he used to live on an apartment upstairs, upstairs from her yeah. and stuff. Uh, that he recently died, and uh, you get to look at Quinn's family and they struggle because she they just lost their mom. Mm-hmm. The father is trying to he's a single dad, widow a widower, trying to handle two kids. Quinn is trying to get her dreams as an actress going, auditioning for uh uh to be up at this performance art school, and she gets crippled. Slowly by the demon, you know, Probably bringing it. it down. See, I just like it, just having a, seeing a horror movie and having like problems with the characters mm-hmm. just adds to to it. Like, I'm struggling, I'm about to get evicted from my house while I'm getting terrorized by the serial killer.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know, uh, I think Wes Craven hit it on Onaga when he did Nightmare on M Street. You got Nancy, or drunken mother, mm-hmm. single. Tina, her mother, single. Child neglect. Only one. You have uh uh, uh Tina's boyfriend. Yeah. Problem child. Problem child. Really, really is a good guy, but yeah, having issues. But you know, and you have Glenn and his so called good old parents. Yeah. But you know, and all whole thing thing is they parents got secrets, and they secrets come to bite them on the ass. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with any hard movie that has, you know, you have your lead character or principal characters Mm -hmm. or group of characters are struggling with other issues in life. It just adds on to it. That's what I love about it, because it was different, because we see in The Conjuring, it was added, I mean, not The Conjuring. It was uh, (laughs) the first... (laughs) too insidious. <laughs> you know why? Because James. Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Patrick yeah. Wilson yes. is in both franchises. Yes, yes. yes. Um, it just had it just adds more to it, yes, you know. It does.
2: Yeah. I think it had great character development as you both were just talking about. Uh-huh. And it had a, a few a few scares and a few jump scares um with the knocking and then I believe once um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the main character went upstairs, there was uh, a scene under the mm-hmm. bed. Yeah, so uh, it it was entertaining,
0: and we got introduced to the uh, ghost hunters. Yeah, their origin story yeah. too. Yes. That's what I love about, it. and how they came to meet Elise. Two mm-hmm. janky,
2: yeah, ghost hunters. You know, yeah. Well, I, which also were kind of the comic relief yeah. as well. It was, so, yep. yeah,
0: yeah. Because the third chapter was. Uh, uh, was written and directed and produced by Lee uh, Wanell. Mm-hmm. I think that's on Wanell. Yeah. So I'm pronouncing it right. Came out in summer of 2015 with a budget of $11 million. Okay. Yeah. And had a box office of $113 million, Man, which, success. Which is success. Yeah. Didn't sell much as the second one, but it outgrossed the first one. Mm hmm. And, you know, this is when, we, you know, that's why I like chapter three and four, because this introduces, like, Elise and the Ghost Hunters backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Orgesaur, which leads us into chapter four, four. the four. last
2: key. Four, to me, uh-huh. was my least favorite. And it w- if I would have to rank them, uh-huh. it would go one, two, three, four believe it or not. Um, four just had a lot of talking, a lot of dialogue. Um, it, I guess for me, kind of went away from what I was used to in part one, part two, Mm -hmm. part three was still kind of there, but four just took a turn. And as a fan, I was like, eh, I hate to say this, but
1: I think it was declining. One and two had my attention. Uh, what saved three were the jump scares because I had the the pleasure of seeing it on the big screen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the jump scares really saved you know, so I'm looking forward to really seeing the red door mm-hmm. you know
0: I think four for me I, I what I liked about four it got more deeper into Elise's backstory, and she has un uh, unfinished business or things she needs to wrap up like. Mm-hmm. Like, the suicide death of her husband, like, triggered her to, you know, like, life is short. Mm-hmm. You never know when it's your time. Yeah. And um, and she had uh to get closure and forgiveness and settle affairs with her brother. And then we introduced her nieces, mm-hmm. which we found out one of her nieces has the gift just like her, The mm-hmm. going into the further. Um,
2: right, but for me... But- no, go on, sick. I'm
0: sorry. Oh, no, no. But four, I think it is the least of my of my first. But that's the only one I like. It just, it didn't scare me. It was just like, okay, uh, you know. Yeah. I didn't definitely didn't like, I'm gonna have to admit didn't like when well, she looked at the Bible and was like, rolled her eyes like, come on now. Is, <laughs> come on. I, I think, <laughs>
2: um, I lost my train of thought. Um, Four, for me, didn't really pick up until like Mm mid-end of the movie. Um, Damn. I lost my train of thought.
0: (laughs) Well, that too, you know, or one part of the scene I like, also one of the things that jumped out to me in Four that was was well played is, you know, forgiveness and letting go. Mm -hmm. Like she had the, remember the demon had them in prison. And he was using that fear and that anger, that hate that he was feeding off of. That just goes to show you how the devil feeds off negative energy.
1: Yeah.
0: How she took that rod and started beating her father. Mm-hmm. We can come to find out it was the demon who was controlling her father too. Yeah. He that was doing all that. But but it goes to show the more she hit him, the more hate, the more he was getting stronger. And until she stay, Finally made the decision I'm not going to do that I'm not going to feed you More hate mm-hmm. I'm going to stand up to you Or fear Or any negativity You know That whole law of attraction You know uh, Or the bible say What you You reap what you sow Whatever you put out Comes back So okay. if you sow Fear What you're going to see Fear back If mm-hmm. you sow hate mm-hmm. Hate you're back You're only going to reap Hate back Yeah If
2: you sow kindness Well it's going to happen Kindness sow back Well You know, you know? That's a pretty interesting take. Maybe I should revisit the film because this one, I had the pleasure of going to the movies to see.
0: Ah. Yeah.
2: And uh, just seemed more of a spinoff than anything. Yeah. And I wasn't looking for a spinoff. I was looking to uh, see what happened with Colton and his family. And, you know, that kind of leads us to The Red Door. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're going to see.
0: But Insidious, in Chapter 4, The Last Key, was directed by Adam, I think, Robito.
1: Sorry if we're messing your name Yeah, up.
0: forgive us. Uh, uh, it was on a budget of $10 million, but at the box office, it was $167.9 million. So it was the highest one out of the entire franchise that is sold. But, uh which, you know, which in chronological order, it'd be chapter three, chapter four, which at the end of chapter four, it led. She saw why what Dalton was looking at when he was in the ad, it was at her. Then mm-hmm. it led into chapter one. So if you want to watch it in chronological movie order, there'd be chapter three, chapter four, chapter one, chapter two. Then the yeah. next one would be well, we, the new ones coming out. That came out today. Yeah. Yes. Red Door, which we gonna watch at the theaters, The Trio Blood, and we're gonna give you <laughs> our review. Cause yes. the next episode, we're gonna continue with the franchise by giving you our review on what we saw at the Red Door. Yeah. So you know how before we go, you know how to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. TikTok, you know. TikTok. We also on Spotify. Spotify. Amazon Music. Yeah. iHeartRadio. Subscribe. Yep. Share. Subscribe. Leave subscribe, comments. Please leave comments. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, we don't have to keep going over yeah. our Facebook. If you guys <laughs> Instagram, if you, guys, you
1: guys should know. If you guys got an idea of a conversation we can discuss, mm-hmm. please leave it. Yes, and
0: let us know what's your favorite one out of the franchise. Rank them if you want. Mine's is like Iris, one, two, three, and four. So,
1: let me ask you a question real quick. When Red Door, do- uh, when Red Door drop, will it be one, two, Red Door? Only way we'll know. <laughs> we'll we gotta see. watch it. We'll we gotta see. 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 Because what I'm told is. <sighs>
0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> actually,
2: actually we also did a uh trailer reaction to Red Door. Yep. So go check that out on our YouTube page. Yep. So
0: this is the Trio Blood signing off. <laughs> <laughs>